Hi. Hello. I'm Dustin. I'm Nick. Oh shit, I'm not recording one of us. Hold on. Saw it in books. I read it on tape. I want to. I want to open the pod with uh, with uh, something. Okay. okay. I, w- I would like to say though, real quick, they don't know one of our names because one of our mics wasn't on. Which one was it? Well, mine was on. It was either you or let me figure it out. What is this clue? Let me figure this out. Let me. Oh, it's you. It's me. Yeah. Say well, your name. I'm Kevbo. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. That whole the whole bit of you had got stepped on. Wow. Kevin Sorbo. Yep. All right. Well, now I'm gonna move in to. Uh, what I want to open the pod with. Kick us off. Which was, I wanted, to, I just want to say, Dustin, I appreciate you. Oh, wow. Yeah, just just wanted to say I appreciate oh you, Dustin. Oh, my gosh. I feel like, uh, you know, I feel bad because, you know, I really like you, Dustin. That's, this is great news. This is better news than we were the talking thing about, about God. We were talking dead. about how much we love you and how yeah. fun, how, funny, how funny you are. Yeah, you're fr- you're, you're one of oh, my God. friends, and I feel like you know I, I don't. <laughs> you are one of my friends. You're, you're one of my friends. <laughs> I consider you a friend of mine. <laughs> how, no, okay. You're let in the re- pantheon. Let me rephrase that. Of Kevin's friends. You're a friend that I have that I actually like. <laughs> that, hey, that, yeah, there is that something to that. Is it nice when those two things align? I am not sick of you yet. Yes. See, you know, like the New York Times article about like shedding friends who. Oh, fat yeah. and depressed mm-hmm. you know i'm in my chrysalis i'm in my poopa stage and I, when i come on a butterfly you'll be a friend that i would still want there you know what i mean yeah even so, well i'm actually supposed to be the one that cuts you out sure i mean mm-hmm. what what i'm not fat or depressed what are you talking no about? you're <laughs> you're but you're uh you know you're you're depressed no i'm well, not depressed okay you're not depressed about. but you do want to kill yourself that's a totally different thing it's called Phantom. You know it's the just other a day? death drive. We all have it. I realized that I'm not depressed. I'm just hungover. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. I realized that too. That's have why you, I drink less now. You guys have seen me when like on the day after I don't drink, and I'm like a whole different person. This is the name of your fucking autobiography. I'm not depressed. I'm just hungover. It's <laughs> a good one. Chelsea right? Handler style. I think we have the fucking name. Of, I think we have the episode title. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of I a just lot of truth I, to I that. really because I was like, man, I'm so fucking depressed all the time. Everything's so fucked up. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The last time I took a day off, the next day, people were asking me if I was like on Adderall <laughs> because I was so like energized and like just like in a great mood. <laughs> Isn't today great, guys? You should maybe yeah. take that lesson to heart a little bit. I think- I mean. That you're probably right about just that. Just pra- pragmatically. I mean, that's why I started drinking less is because well, I stopped also, for I'll a die. week and I felt incredibly better. <laughs> well, also, I'll die and yeah. it won't be a fun death. No, yeah, it's never is really. It's always slow, I think, and painful. So I should probably take better care of myself is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you should swap mm. that booze out for good vibes. I got good vibes, but hell yeah, a fifth of good vibes. Yeah, man, the dome. and that doesn't cost you a dime. Uh, Twelve pack of good vibes. <laughs> Fuck, I drank all the good vibes, and there's it's, it's one fifty eight. I'm not gonna make it to the good vibe store. Yeah, you're, at that point, you're just drinking like nail polish remover of vibes, or just, just like whatever can get, just a little, it's like mediocre vibes. Pounding on the on the door of the good vibes bar. <laughs> Like where you know the cool good vibes people are inside hanging out after hours. 
They don't let you in, though. I wonder if young people feel like this when they drink this much. Bad? This bad. No. Because a lot of young people say remember? don't get hangovers and shit. I never didn't get hangovers, but it wasn't like this. I like... This is I'm at the tail end of this timeline of this fucking, learning what it feels like to go from a young drinker to a 30-year-old drinker. I am so hungover right now. And there's someone when you oh meet my in the next God. there's someone in the, you meet in the next few days, you can ask them about this. You can mine this this territory. Like, do you get hangovers? Yeah. That's something you could talk about. <laughs> I mean, most people don't. Does your trip. body withdraw from alcohol too when you uh, <laughs> flood it with it? <laughs> Well, they're probably not drinking as much as I am either, I would imagine. You never know. Oh, my God. They could be pulling a... Uh, I, can never, I can't remember the name of any movies. The one with Mads. Another round? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little half pint in their satchel. What a life. What a night. Fucking love Mads. Do the dance. I love Mads. Do the, Do dance. the dance. I don't think I could. I could approximate a lot of it and probably injure myself. Almost certainly injure myself. I forgot to say I love you guys too. And thank you for saying nice things about me. Namaste. It's, it's a new day for... I I recant on my previous curmudgeon attitude about being complimentary towards one another on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're doing it now. We really are. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you guys misinterpreted what I was... I don't think that everyone should just be complimenting each other all the time. Exactly. I just We're not actively I'll sabotaging each other. I, yeah. I am not a big fan of the bickering masculine tradition of friendship, which is all about shitting on each other, giving each other a raz. I'm not. I know some. I know that's like that. Some people love that. I don't think I shit on you guys exactly. You don't like me when I put you in a head. Sometimes when I put I'll, you in a headlock and ruffle your if hair I every think time you, you have a over? bad opinion, I might shit on your opinion, but I, I try not to be get personal about it. No, I'm not saying that's what you guys do. I'm just saying that's a that's a com- that's that's, that's mm-hmm. a that's a template for male friendship is the whole like look at this shithead over here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, fuckface? Yeah, not, not not crazy about it. I like I try. I like to. I mean, this is another reason why. I mean, I sorely my sadly all my female friends are receding from me right now. But this is a reason why I do enjoy having female <laughs> friends because they're usually not like that. Um. Why are they receding from you? Because they're all getting boyfriends and then they're or whatever or girlfriends and they, mm, they. Yeah, and then if you never if you got a girlfriend though, you could maintain those female friend relationships more easily. Oh, probably because then you're not the single guy who like you know that becomes a guy like if in the other in your girl your female friends relationship not I have that no it should I, but that does I have no idea happen. what is their their reasons for for the distance for the distance right now I don't know if it's I I mean like Kevin scratching at the door it again. can't be He's a, at the storm door he keeps it can't be a sexual in. rivalry thing because it's not that's not going on I don't know well Am especially I, with my lesbian friends like what is the what's mm. the what's the rivalry there but uh yeah. Oh, but that's what you know. I said I had a a, a, a breakthrough of sorts. It's, again, it's not really a breakthrough. It's just I, I I kind of already talked to you about this a little bit the other day. Uh, I read a book recently, and the kind of the whole thesis of the book was about you know it made me think about you know the Sartre line like hell is other people right, which is something that I've like imbibed in like my cellular level like. Uh, 
but the thing is, like, hell is other people, but you know what else? Heaven is also other people. Yep. Because there's all, that's all you have. That's all you have to define yourself. Mm-hmm. Without other people, without a, a, a limit, you're just an ocean. Like, there, there has to be some fucking, like, land masses to define this ocean. Yeah, and you know, what I, is human experience if, if, if you're just alone in an empty planet? You know, it's not. Right, right. Which is, I mean, I, especially COVID is only, like, Rashed that up because you know I basically was living on an island for a year. And You'd a have half. nothing. You wouldn't even have language. You would. You wouldn't be able to think. What I mean, sometimes You'd just thinking colors and shapes and, and sounds. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds kind of cool. You'd be an animal. <laughs> it sounds kind of cool. A savage. Yes. Uh, because you know, in need of colonization. At the height of COVID, there would be doubt. Uh, there would probably be like several days that would go by where I wouldn't have. I wouldn't talk to anybody other than my dog. Um. I mean, like, I, like mm. with my mouth. Um, is your but is your dog is he a people too? He he is a some. I mean, do, right? animals are things you can define mm-hmm. yourself against, but you can't. It can't only be animals. You know, yeah. we can't. I mean, I'm not Saint Francis. So as much as yeah, other people guy. annoy me, and it's a little uh, sus, actually. Yeah, a lot of time with animals. Francis. Oh, he's the best saint for sure. He's my uh, what do you call it? Communion or con- confirmation saint. My my patron saint, he patronizes me. <laughs> he's on. He subscribes to the Patreon. Oh yeah, Saint Francis. He's also very patronizing. Yeah, when he's like, "Oh, you don't know what that bird is called," and you're like, "Frank, chill out, man." <laughs> Did you also know it's a child of God too? You fucker. <laughs> it's like we get it, man. You're holy. Uh, but yeah, just trying to be uh, trying to be open minded about mm-hmm. other people and try to accept their faults yeah. and, and 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 like try. I need to. I I need to have more friends. Like I I need well, to, Rocco. Yeah, I need. We're more fr- gonna be friends. No, people don't even know who Rocco. I like. We always talk about Rocco on this podcast, but he he's been he, on the. He's pod. not a guest anymore though. He he's he's trying. You know, he wants. To, he's making the transition to just uh, our friend. Well, and Rocco, if you're listening, we can be friends, and we have firmly demarcated lines. Yeah, we don't. If we if someone comes on this podcast, that's why we don't have guests on. Mm-hmm. We'll never speak to them again. Right, and also listener. I mean, I know my phone numbers out there with the listeners. I don't really want to be your friend because it's not real. Uh, but you guys are too fake. It's not like that. It's what about like, like pen pals? I already have a pen pal. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I think I knew. I think I knew about that. I don't need another one. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of like emotional energy to generate a new friendship. Yeah, I, I just don't want the listeners to confuse me this openness of new friends to mean that I'm your friend. I'm not your friend. Yeah, don't. There's not. Yeah, this is a friend simulator. There's Kevin's not, not like a lonely girl sitting at a bar right now. For all you, yeah, don't hit on me, okay? Especially psychos. And, and this is God bless you. God bless you. I have nothing against you. God, I hope you have wonderful, happy lives. Uh, but if you, if but an anime, if him. anime is a big part of your life, we're never going to be friends. It's just not going to happen. And I, I you, you have your passion. You love it. That's great. Happy for you. But I've, I've done the, I've done the work. I've done the legwork. I've conducted the experiments and the tests. I know I can't be friends with those people. So, you know, mm-hmm. God bless you. Stay the fuck away from him. Thinking about getting into Naruto. Well, this pod. Did the Naruto is gonna... run? 
That would be cool. I do the Naruto run. Within hours, the video was making the rounds. YouTube, Twitter, the front page of Reddit. Everyone was talking about this guy in the live shot doing the Naruto run, a signature move referenced in the Storm Area 51 Facebook event posting from July. First question, hardest one. How do you say and spell your first and last name? Elia, E-L-I-A, Elixir, E-L-I-X-I-R. Elia Elixir is the guy, a bit off the wall, who demonstrated his run for us, but really wanted to see the aliens. Do you plan to, to storm it? Well, uh, I've been here uh, a month ago, I came here, and I was uh, practicing my Naruto running uh, in front of Area 51. Elixir says he's made the trip to Rachel, Nevada, mere miles from the infamous and top-secret military base known as Area 51 before, and he was prepared for anything. Yeah, we uh, we filled up the car with food, water, a lot of water, and uh, hopefully I capture some aliens. No, like straight back, not held together. Yeah, he's doing the you Naruto run. You got it. And you, you know it. what? I got to say, he actually he pulled it off. Aerodynamic. Cool it's it. aerodynamic. I can see why he will do that. People used to wear the headbands and shit to midnight screenings. And <laughs> oh, stuff. yeah. People used to all. I used to just like that used to be such a thing. Seeing so you see like, oh, that's the Naruto headband. I used to read Naruto sometimes in Shonen Jump back when I thought I might get into anime and mm. manga. But then I didn't, thankfully. That's, a, that's a big fork in the road for you. And thank God you did. My cousin was like. He came to town one day. My cousin, who was like a few months older than me, uh, the first guy I smoked weed with and stuff, introduced me to a lot of stuff. So I was like, oh, this is my cool cousin who like shows me what's cool, shows me the new video games. And he brought a how to draw uh, manga book to town. And I was like, oh, fuck, is this the new thing? And I was like, I was all ready to get into it. And, and then he admitted, oh, no, I just got that book so I could learn how to draw tits. <laughs> Much respect. Yeah. Much respect. <laughs> I mean, what better way to learn how to draw tits, really? That's all that fucking manga is. Yeah, he, he cut straight to the source. He saw what it was for. Yeah, I mean, I, I've only ever flipped through a handful of manga in my life when I was younger, and those were always the ones that were like, you know, had like sexy bikini clad women on the covers. And I was like, oh. and then and then it reaches a point where well, I wonder, for some people, this never happens. But there was there comes a point, at least in my sexuality, where I was like looking at cartoons of sexy women. It, it, it stopped. It, it stopped being titillating and just started being sad. And where I was like, why am I looking yeah. at this? Some people never. What did you? What did you look? What did you look at when you were looking at? I don't mean like I was seeking it you mean out. Just like it would like if you saw it, your there little was, boy brain. at some point. If you see Kim Possible and her midriff is like yeah, it'll tickle something. Yeah, yeah. At some point, Lola Bunny was no longer sexy. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 well, I mean, Lola Bunny. I mean, don't talk about what they did to her in the new Space Jam. <laughs> totally I'm not. I'm not prepared to up. fucking talk about that. I might not be turned on by Lola Bunny anymore, but I'm. I'm mad that there are kids out there who are not going to get to know the true Lola Bunny. The character was drawn a certain way and we're changing it because of this because of these people that go on and complain the, the the little majority that complains about it um it's insane and it's ridiculous and i'm very upset that my subscribers because i never try to influence my subscribers to be a certain way but yet you see all these other people will will do it i don't care if you're a democrat or a republican okay um that's not what my channel is about my channel is about fun contents 
uh, in the fictional culture of anime or cartoons and stuff like that. I mean, I started going to the laundromat again because my 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 neighbors uh, are constantly washing their clothes all the time, and they one of them stole my laundry card because uh, I left it out. And then it's like, well, I have to go buy a new laundry card, and it's like, well, fuck that. I'm just gonna go to the laundromat that's right by my apartment, and I go there instead. Fortunately, I don't really see any interesting people there. No, not really. It's not mm. where high, not high uh, turnout. There. Which one do you go to in in Hamtramck? I assume Dustin, or don't you? Do you I go, go to the Hill? like the coin lawn. I mean, I guess they're all called that, but it's like in the town. The thing down there with like the Secretary of State, the strip mall. Yeah, uh, by the by the subway. The, yes, by the subway. By the donut place. Yes. Do you ever go get yourself a donut? That's the one uh, I, I used, that's I the one sometimes. I used to go to. I I'm not a big sweets man. guy though. I'm not a big sugar sugar tooth man. Wow, this man loves fucking flaming hot shit. Yeah. But doesn't like the ne- I'm sweet sweet hardcore. nectar of life. Cuz I'm fucking cool. Do you know what David Lynch called sugar? Granulated happiness. He's wow, right. that's that makes me respect him less. Wow. That's part of the reason his teeth are so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Even his hair looks so good. And the smoking. Yeah, well, that was that was laundromat corner. Let's. I'm sure Dustin wants to get into his notes. Want to get into the, ba- the, the bad part of well, the show? Well, I'll try to notice things in the day uh, going forward. We should. We, if we're going to do a note, what did you notice today? Well, it'd be a nice segment. Well, it's an exercise to be more in tune mm-hmm. with your surroundings, right? Yeah, yeah. to not just and, be like reading yeah. Capital in my car and then going into the or like being totally to interior. It's like a way of getting out of your own head a little yeah, bit for me anyway. Yeah. I have a tr- I have trouble. I'm constantly in my own head. So I was trying to, to have no thoughts today. I was trying to do like, I was trying to exercise the meditating while not, while actually doing stuff things, which is difficult because to have no thoughts while you're supposed to be doing stuff. Cause you have to have the thoughts about doing the stuff, but you get into a nice zone with it. Where you are doing the stuff, and you got to be careful not to have the thought, "How am I doing this?" without thinking about it. Well, that's kind of what I enjoyed when I was working with U- UPS, and the some I, like some like kind of like manual labor type stuff. If you like get into a groove, you can kind of just like, like you're yeah. just purely mechanical at that point. Which I mean, you don't want to live your life like that, but like for a job, especially if it, if you're going to be alienated, you know, it might 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 as well be alienated in a place where you can just like you don't have to use this. I'm pointing to my brain, folks. Can't have the brain. That's for podcasts. Yeah, because like when I was working at GM and I was fucking doing that. Is that chat what we're using shit. our brains for? Yeah, that's what, that's I what feel like I'm for. not really using mine that well. The human brain, the the human species evolved this this hunk of matter between us just to be filled with podcasts. It sure seems like that's going on these days. You know days. what we should do is I should. I realize we just talked about how I should probably drink less, but I should get like wasted. Not wasted, but like Loaded. in the zone where I'm, I like switch on. You know what I'm talking for the about. pod. Sure, we should. You should. We do, used to do that. Yeah, that's how it used to be at your house. <laughs> used to yeah, be, but it would get out of hand. Yeah, I'd have to really, I'd have to edit those ones more. You guys should do another deep state drunk tank. And we were like in the dark basement too, and <laughs> be like stumbling around or like because it's like not set up for a podcast, and yeah. those were the day. Yeah, and we'd be like. When you would kick over your beers instead of yeah. knocking them over <laughs> with your hand. You guys might actually have to do a deep state drunk tank soon. Just because uh, it's it's coming up. I, it's 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 on the docket. What it's, is? Some point soon here, I'm, I'm going to have to do a week of silence. It's, I, what? It's, 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 a, it's an urge. It's got to be scratched. Oh, good Lord. So that means I won't be able to record. It's going to be a lonely week for me. 
What else do you do? Do you who's gonna listen to me fucking jabber at them about whatever? I mean, I could go. To, oh, I, just I go to the bar. I'm not gonna talk, and I just have to tell people like he's not talking this week. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. You're willing to to take that social hit to like have just him be like dead weight. Yeah. And weird. <laughs> I could wear. I could wear and a little like, you know like a fucking whiteboard in my chest that I can write little messages on. That see, like the reason why I guess I feel like I want to say that's that could be charming, but uh, there was like a guy at a like Nashville Halloween party I was at once when I back when I lived in Nashville, and he was dressed as Charlie Chaplin, and he was being kind of like he had, he would do like cutesy exchanges, you know, he'd look I lock eyes with him or whatever, and he'd do like a little he'd be like oh he's doing a little Charlie Chaplin thing or whatever, and you're like okay haha, and 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 then he leaned in. I, this story's not as good because I don't remember what he said, but he whispered something in my ear that like shook me to my core. <laughs> just like really creeped me out and uh, and I just ch- ch- changed. Well, well, that kind of... That, that, what did he say? It was just something like sexual. Well, that makes it even worse <laughs> though because he's, he's the little tramp. He's chaplain. He shouldn't it, be talking. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you know me. I'm no damn Puritan. I can I can talk about... I can I can get blue... But, Bob Saget over here. But when the little, the little cute little tramp who's been all cutesy and childlike, and then he leans in, it was a, it was a said something like vile to you. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Like he told you a dirty I, it was something joke that made me think he wanted to fuck me. Oh, so I guess was he like nice cock? Yeah, that's what he said. He said, "I want to suck your cock." So, you know, it's funny. You know, it'd be way I more. I would just... like to suck your. Cock. It would be way more disturbing That's to me if someone. Charlie Chaplin impression, man. If like a Chaplin oh. guy came up to you and then like said like a really breathy like you know sexy voice to you like something like not like something like overtly sexual like, like no he's cock but like I like your ankles something like that's like more like, something more benign it would, but would like, have been something like you look good yeah something like that where it's not too aggressive where it feels even it's more just, fucked up because yeah. it's like oh this guy's like just all well and good you know he shot a shot he flirted with me and I uh, you know. Uh, I guess I rejected him, but it was just the whole, it felt like a Disney character doing it the way that it felt like I was interacting with like a guy dressed up in like a Barney suit. And then he's, <laughs> cause he was such and so in character. And I was just like, Oh, that's the classic guy. I know the character. And you know, I get it. I get it, man. And Barney was, had a little purple rocket under that suit. Green spots. And get that checked out. Barney. Hey, hey! But enough about Barney, the dinosaur. Oh yeah, come on! You think he was talking about my dog? I thought he was talking about Barney Rubble for some reason. No, <laughs> no dude, the Barney. He's the Barney. Bar- There's right? no way Barney Rubble does not have VD though. Are you kidding me? Why? They live in fucking bedrock. I feel like. Do you think they had like good medicine back then? He's young. No, he's like- viral. Viral. Is he's. Yeah, but they, I mean, I feel like they've been married forever. That's yeah, a, but she's hot. Bam Bam's young. Yeah, it recently. And she is hot. I mean, have you seen her? God damn. Well, look, it's coming no, back. I just I love like, my, the cartoon characters are so, I'm picturing I just, her in my like, head. Well, that, she's different. Yeah. I just well, don't we think of, like, agree that Betty <laughs> I don't think of Bar- Barney as, <laughs> yes, like, getting around a lot. You don't have to get around. I mean, you, 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 you know, he's a one-woman man, but. Maybe that woman is just. Or Why would you I want think to get either around. one of them? Got around. I'll say this: a lot. Betty seems okay. The scenario, the the the, the, the dynamic between Betty one. and and uh, and Barney to me wow. is that like Bar- Betty was like she was the babe. 
you know, in class. She was the one who was like, you know, yeah, of course, way out of Barney's league. And Barney, like, and she like kind of aged out of it, you know, and, and was ready to settle down. And Barney was there. He was like, here we go. It's my shot. Here I am. And that's he had how he a got nice her. Uh, house. He had, he yeah. Built, he, he, while all the other guys were, you know, getting drunk uh, and partying, he built a nice house out of stones. Do they drink beer in the Flintstones? I don't know. Or something? You? I really don't know. They should have. I can't remember. They definitely had alcohol. They had beer back then. Beer has right? been around for a very long time. Yeah, it was like one of the formative elements of civilization, some people think. Actually, I don't know if those anthropologists might be like reactionary for all I know. I remember Barbara got me a book about the history of beer. Wow. And I skimmed it. <laughs> it was interesting. There was good stuff in there. Yeah. They made it. <laughs> That's it. That's my story. We brewed it up. That was Book Corner. Book Corner. And <laughs> we saw that it was good. Book slash Flintstones Corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't pull my notes, actually. Right, let's get into the meat of the show. Let's get into okay. the bad part where we talk about politics. Well, we're not doing Nick's ethos. Uh, well, I have I have the word butt coin written down just because I'd never heard that. Is that a new crypto? I, my brother, I accidentally said butt coin to my brother. I accidentally typed it to him. And I was just like, wow. There has I, to be a crypto called Buttcoin. There's so many. Or just, you know, it's Buttcoin. We could just call it Buttcoin. <laughs> I like your fucking notes. It's like fucking foam corner from like uh, Harris Whittles. It's like, is this a political observation? Like, <laughs> it's just like a typo. Well, it's it's a like, you know what? observation in the sense that uh, it's Bitcoin is stupid. Good point. And Good so point. that's basically the what it deserves. True. It's to be called Buttcoin. And I feel like I just, you could like, it would be fun to to call it that, like, but really kind of not emphasize it, like around like a guy who really loves Bitcoin, but like you think that's what it's called sure. or something. This I guess they be- would know you were intentionally insulting it. Look, I would just love for someone to be like, it's not Buttcoin. This should be it's your fun Bitcoin. together. This should be your fun together. Where like his whole thing is that the schwa mm-hmm. is gonna is a transformative change, thing. Yeah. Your thing is if we start calling it Buttcoin, it's all, it's all over it's for crypto. It's transformative. Then it will become the international reserve currency. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking more that it would, stand it would destroy that. it. But uh, did I ever tell you guys about the time that Jeff got slapped in the face by a man at the bar? No, mm-hmm. no. We were at a bar in Gross Point, and there was this guy who, who was this older dude who was just like talking proudly, all proudly about his jacket, and his jacket was like had des- the word "love" bedazzled on the back. No, it was like designed. It said Oasis on it. Oh, okay, it's awesome. And, uh, is this a Liam guy or a Noel guy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But Makes he was talking about how bro. he was talking about how it like was designed by one of them. Uh, we can't remember which one. And Jeff just goes, he wasn't even drunk. The guy's talking about the jacket, like he loves this. This is the best jacket. I love this jacket. I'm so proud of it. And Jeff goes, "Oh, cool. Too bad Oasis sucks." And then the guy just slapped him. <laughs> Honestly, that is very characteristic of Oasis <laughs> fan behavior just to slap. slap. He yeah. slapped him, and then how he can said, you slap? And then he's and then the guy says, "And I'm sit. I was standing right there, and Tenley was there, and I was just like, holy shit." And I was thinking, like, fuck, are we gonna? Is this gonna be like a thing? And I'm gonna have to be involved. Jeff pulled out a knife and shanked him. No. And then the guy goes, "Want to go outside?" And Jeff says, "How about you just go outside?" (laughs) And then they kick the guy Uh, out. Real shit. Oasis like you, motherfucker. Yeah. Their album after Morning Glory sucked. You know it. You know it's funny. Uh, I saw recently that uh, like Sinead O'Connor just wrote her memoir, and then she was talking about 
I can't remember if she was talking about Liam or Noel, but she went on this tirade about how like uh, one of them went to go like visit Tony Blair at like the height of like you know Blairism and was like, look at this. This was the death. This was the beginning of the death of rock and roll when this fucking loser went to go hang out with Tony Blair. That rules. kind of rules. She's great. <laughs> Fuck yeah, she got banned from SNL. Yeah, that's that is a badge of honor. I wish I could get banned from SNL. My God. If they ever let me on SNL, I would get banned from SNL. Yes, I will burn. I mean, wh- wh- who's... That would be the point of going on, right? Whose face... To get banned. Whose face could you burn? Like, whose visage could you burn on SNL today that would get you banned? Because the Pope wouldn't do it anymore. Who would it be? Would uh, it be Fauci? Like, what would it be? I mean, Biden <laughs> for sure would work. Uh, but that's a, almost a cop It's too out. easy. It's too easy. Hillary um, Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, that probably would get you banned. Uh, right. What's her name? Kay McKinnon, uh, at least. Greta, get the Greta, fuck out. Greta Thunberg. Oh, <laughs> it would work. That's just rude. Just uh, that would just be rude. Just any child. Yeah, that, <laughs> any, I mean, if you did that, I would actually kind of be like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so rock and roll. Here's a whole fucking orphanage <laughs> that I hate. <laughs> I bet this offends you. Yeah, sorry. Burning, burning a picture of Malala, just like these <laughs> <just> children. <laughs> like. And Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> fuck her. Yes, when Glass Fabric is the musical guest on fucking SNL with um a fucking I don't know who would be the host at that point, Bad Baby, uh, you'll be yeah, there. that would be cool. <laughs> I would like to be on the ticket with her. I think we'd be good together. Yeah, catch me outside. Yeah, she's real, unlike Billy fucking Eilish. Yeah, I won't go into it. Well, I'm hey, I'm thrilled that the fucking the the worm has turned on her. So it's so it's just like so dumb how like they they she didn't even try like they they as a package as like a persona they didn't even try to do it like the whole like Olivia Rodrigo persona they just rolled out is cohesive at least for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole fucking like why did they do that with her where they were like okay she's the you know jaded affected you know you know we all know the persona uh, and then. The next thing she did was like wear a corset on Vanity Fair. Yeah, you can't. You mean, I mean, you, like, you can understand why the fans would feel alienated. It's quite a one eighty. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah I this mean, is a like, great transition to Billboard Billboard Corner. What's going on? What's number all right. one? All right, let's get to the heat. Look, we're actually starting to build some cohesive corners. <laughs> yeah, I know. This has been a running corner now. Oh Jesus Christ. Uncle what? Tom's Cabin number one? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> is this a bit? Is there a song called no. Uncle Tom's Cabin? Uncle by Warrant after our last episode. Oh, I fuck guess. you. <laughs> fuck you. I went back. Okay. I did go back to that because I wanted to know what the... I was like, okay, I didn't actually listen to the lyrics the first time. Uh, so I didn't know what Uncle Tom's secret was. Because, you know, he's like... The chorus is, I've got a secret down in Uncle Tom's Cabin. It's like that. Uh, he's got a secret down in Uncle Tom's Cabin. The secret is that... Well, first of all, he does think Uncle Tom is like Tom Bombadil. He's just like a <laughs> like a cool guy in the woods you can go hang out with. And uh, what they witness is the sheriff dump a body in the swamp, and uh, they have to keep it a secret together because they're both pro cop, I guess. So that's interesting. And the the whole video is like they're in the cabin. Oh, Uncle Tom's not present in this video too. Um, there's not like a guy. I guess like how do they squ- like thread that needle? Like I guess how have a black guy hanging out in the video, but they are in his cabin. So it does like beg the question, where is uncle Tom? What Janie Lane is doing in this cabin is trying to convince you that it's sexy, that he and uncle Tom have to keep the secret that the 
the sheriff murdered someone. He's like putting his finger to his lips, going like, shh. I got a secret getting his body all. You have to be like next level dumb to use like Uncle Tom's cabin as a springboard for a thing that's not even about like race. I'm so curious. I've been searching for interviews. Uh, Janie Lane is is like a disease in my brain. Warrant is, (laughs) I thought of Warrant every single day since that episode. I can't stop. Have you had any cherry pie? It's, uh, no, but I did listen to it. It's a great song. There we go. I'm glad you got there. Glad you got there finally. You know, it's funny. I, I I don't know what I was reading recently, but I read a book in which they talked they, they talked about uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin and like uh, the history of it, and like you know, like how Uncle Tom came to be the epithet that it is now. You know. Yeah. And it's you know because like when the book came out, it was you could say I've never read the book, so I can't speak for the artistic merit of the book, but as far as books go, I'm talking about like the impact a book has. Cause like for as much culture war bullshit that we do about like art and how much it actually affects the real world, mm-hmm. there's like very few like pieces of art that actually have a material effect in the world around it. You know what I mean? Like that's actually like Joker didn't cause anything to happen. Any, all the conversation around was Joker to be it though. God damn was it. just hot air. It's a people's like, revolution. Yeah, and and yeah, most movies and books and music doesn't really change. It doesn't have like an effect like that. But Uncle Tom's Cabin was a book that actually was like a galvanizing thing for the abolitionist movement when it came out. It was like a big deal. It helped. Is it, now it because it hum, hum, uh, humanizes black people. For, yeah, they're like, see, they can be nice. Yeah, and like we look at that from the present moment, and we look at, oh, look, it's it's all look. The George character yeah, is the, totally idealized and deracinated, so he's just like a white person. Yeah, and the idea that black people should only have humanity if they're this like uh, caricature of like a nice guy, right? That, or that 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 you have to earn your fucking humanity, right? You know? Or if that I, Uncle Tom himself, like his whole thing was that he's like, oh, he's gentle and sweet, you know. You look at these are the positive attributes of, of the of the black race. That's like kind of like. Like, which we look at now, and obviously that sounds fucking, like, patronizing and condescending. But, mm-hmm. like, at the time, that's how fucked up things were. It's like, oh, this Yeah, is it's a, like this when Biden a- was talking about how articulate Obama was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't until, like, the, like... He's clean, too. Yeah. It was the Showers. early 1900s. You wouldn't think. But, uh, but it was, like, the early 1900s when, like, they started, like, doing all these, like, m- you know... Uncle Tom like minstrel shows they called it they called it Tommen where they would like tell retell Uncle Tom's cabin but those those characteristics of the Uncle Tom character would be ratcheted up mm. by the people the white people who were putting on these shows to make him even more to turn him right. back into that caricature to make him like, make even more servile and stupid like... yeah so it's kind of it's kind of fucked up how that that you know yeah is uh what do yeah. you know it reminds me uh, uh the Uncle Tom's cabin phenomenon there's like the modern that like a Christian book that was going around all of my family members when I was like a kid called the shack where it's all about how someone meets God in the woods. But what's so, what's so interesting about it and what's so like profound and why you should definitely read it is because he's actually a black woman. Yeah. That got turned into a movie. Octavia Spencer played God. Oh my God. I didn't fucking know. Sam that. Worthington was the guy. And we don't even like them, but God was one. What if God was one of us? The whole that song is Just so annoying because the whole fucking conceit of the of Bible us. in Jesus' story is that God is all of us. What if? What if the t- basic tenet of my religion was true? As a hypothetical, fucker, fake Christians. <laughs> I'm the only real Christian. Oh, you only are a real Christian if you reject Christianity completely and usually, uh, you, you know, only want to defend Jesus like 
uh, when you see people talking shit about him. You're not you're not wrong. That's kind of my relationship with Catholicism <laughs> at this point is that like obviously I'm not a practice practicing Catholic and I don't really believe in any of it. But uh, and I I think every Christian person I meet is 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 a phony um, unless they're also a socialist. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah definitely yeah. I got. I mean, like, I just tuning through the radio today. Heard some prosperity gospel bullshit today. It's just, and it's just crazy. It's it's funny to listen to like the little kid mindedness of it, like just the childishness of like. Yeah, totally. How do you not just have like a realization in the middle of like a guy describing to you in like a nice preschool voice how God's? Don't worry, God's always laying down a path for you and making sure that you know it'll come out to good fortune and it just like. To think God cares about your bank account, you know what I mean? Like, oh, God's looking out for your 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 money. He's he's looking out for you. He he's building the path to your personal yeah. success and your success, which is entirely built around you having a bigger house. Mm-hmm. They always they they always preach the prosperity gospel in general, like that's what's supposed to happen. But then when you come to confront them about why, oh, sh- this really bad shit is actually happening to me. Why is that though? And they're like, God, he's really fucking mysterious though. <laughs> it's the thing about him. I know he said he'd make you rich, but. Have you guys ever seen, speaking of that prosperity bullshit, have you ever seen Peter Popoff? Nope. <clears throat> He's the one that's like, I will send me money you. and I'll fucking, and you'll prosper. Like if you send me, a, yeah. if you send me some money and then he has like a bunch of uh, testimonials from all kinds of different people. Is this a current guy? Because I know there was that guy back was in like the, the one 80s that was who got in trouble like, for that. Yeah. The radio frequencies this was, that like intercepted the, is he a faith healer? Yes. Okay. I think he's done. But this was just a few years ago that he was still like on the TV a lot. And uh, it would be like like an infomercial, basically. And then uh, so Jeff um, called them and had him send the like there was like a kit or something. But it came with like a self-addressed stamped envelope for you to send the money back to him. Right. And Jeff just like trimmed his pubes and sent him his pubes. Oh my god! <laughs> Which is has to be illegal. That's, yeah, I was gonna say that's like has to be illegal. Also, it's just some poor intern Wait, or whatever. Can you? Can yeah, you that, determine? Can you determine? Peter Popov opens all his own mail. What? Can you determine if hairs are pubes? Like using like some kind of la- hair analysis? I can determine if hairs are pubes by hairs. looking at them. But sometimes also, you can't say look, with one hundred percent certainty. Beard no, hair looks can't. like pubes. That's true. That so, is true. But if you are interning for Peter Popov, you still probably do deserve that. Actually, though, <laughs> and you would be like, "That's not beard hair." <laughs> you would open that. No, I see that like, actually. There, here's the package of pubes <laughs> for the day. <laughs> you put, put it in the pube pile. You'd yeah. be surprised how many people send their pubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He's weaving like a Joseph many colored coat out of all the pubes he gets sent. <laughs> Like a big rug in the middle of the room, <laughs> just one coat, dark brown. Yeah, hell yeah, he's gonna he's gonna draw from oh the power of his God. haters, make him stronger than ever. <laughs> oh. The pube oils, the musk oils. I'm starting to get gray pubes. Really? Yeah. Lucky? Wow. My cool. my my dick is gonna look very distinguished. Yeah, salt and pepper. <laughs> Clooney cock. Good seasoned, seasoned well. Yeah, you guys down can there. start calling me Graybush if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, Nick Graybush. <laughs> That's the name of our Patreon subscribers. You know, it's the Gray Wolves for Chapo. Yeah. Ours are the Gray Bushes. <laughs> oh, you out there? Your Gray Bushes. Well, you didn't tell me who's fucking number one on Billboard. I know you don't <laughs> oh, care. Oh, yeah, we got. But oh, yeah, this is, and of course, uh, we're in 
the still in the hot was 100 all segment. Also, like I checked out because you started doing this bit that I don't really care about, and and then you guys started talking about interesting shit, and I wasn't paying attention. I was just like, wait, what? What's going on? Wow, don't don't <laughs> out that you don't think Billboard Corner is interesting on the pod. Well, I don't know if it's interesting today because we still have a number one, Butter by BTS. Still? Uh, uh, number two, Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo. We have that Levitating Songs, number three. What's Kiss Me More by Doja Cat? That's the Doja Cat and SZA. It's like a pop song. Is that catchy? How's that? Kind of. Is it? Is it in the Kiss same realm more. as that other Kiss one by her? More. Yeah, it's like, it sounds like the other. It sounds like all Doja Cat songs. It's a TikTok thing. There's a good version of it. Yeah. Sound like a screaming cat. I should embrace Doja Cat because she seems like she's just like a black lady gaga. But Didn't she say some reactionary shit? Not that, that, you know, not that we don't like that. We love our artists to be uh, yeah, horrible opinions. Doja Cat came out as a big Camille Paglia uh, supporter. I feel like she like went on some weird... Ra- Never mind. I don't even know. Isn't it Super Tuesday in New York? Oh, it is. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, who's the yeah, Billboard Corner is that interested you? But the mayoral race in New York is <laughs> no. Come I on, just, this shit is way this more is interesting. The, this is the political heat. Do, Peaches number five. That doesn't. I don't listen. To, I, I don't listen song. to the radio, so I don't know yeah, what you're talking about. I've Peaches. Is this is a, how you I get like. to discover what's on the radio. This shit sucks, man. There's These are just, on you're here. just saying words to me. I don't. All right. It's not. It doesn't give we, me we, an idea what this. I mean, the thing is, this is like. we, we didn't have a new title this year. We don't have a new champ this week because we we already we already heard right. butter last week. And it, no, here's what we're gonna check out. We're gonna check out "Astronaut in the Ocean" by Masked Wolf. That's like number eight. I've never I've never any, heard of. Yeah, no idea. Any of that. That's why we're checking it out. Let's hear it. Let's hear 14 seconds of this song. Also, you already, when I was taking a shit last week, you guys started doing this and you said it's a good time to do this because Nick's taking a shit and he doesn't care oh. about this. Do you have to go shit? Yeah, Now's yeah. the time for you to go shit. No. No, I don't. It's good to be mindful. Well, in the future, on so future passing episodes? passing an exit, maybe you should think if you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in future episodes when Bill Porter, try to like sync up your, your bowel <laughs> movements with Billboard Corner. Yeah. I mean, I Listeners, we encourage much, you to do this as well. I mean, if I go sit on the toilet, poop will come out. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's kind of just a con- <laughs> I'm just like, kind of like a constant in my life now. Is the song playing? Uh, well, the, why do you go to YouTube to play the song? The ads are playing. Oh, Spotify, right? Okay, we're going to Spotify actually. You have to- Masked Wolf. Uh, it's not life. Wolf Parade, folks. Life hack. <laughs> it's not. Uh, what are the other? I feel like there were a lot of bands with the word wolf in it, but maybe not. Wolf Parade. Um, Wolf Mother. Um, I used to like that band a lot. Or Wolf Mother. What are other? Is bands? that that's like Led Zeppelin-y sounding? Yeah, yeah, Australian Led Zeppelin. All right, what guys. was Arctic Monkeys? Weren't they kind of like that too? I wouldn't say like Led Zeppelin, but they were going for like a seventies rock kind of thing. Like, okay. Astronaut in the ocean. Here we go. Kind of. I mean, like that's just a diver, but okay. I mean, that's literally what a scuba diver is. It's the same exact thing. There'd be sure. functionally it's just a different no way to describe difference. it, man. Could have called the song Scuba Diver. Maybe that's what they'll say, like in the first lyric. Be like, I know this is no different from a scuba diver. Alright, we got guitars are back. What you know about Oh, I've heard this song. Oh, I've heard this yeah, I just, I, it's a pet. Rhyming ocean with motion is a definitely a, uh, 
Pop that's, music is that's a pop music music pet peeve for me, or just a songwriter. Strange place. Guitars are back though. I mean, look, good for you is number two on Billboard. That's a good, oh yeah, it's a pop punk. It's song. my fucking moment. I have to get with this shit. Yeah, get you got to get Olivia Rodrigo to do guest vocals in your next. I would. I got to get Titicaca out. Yes, get Olivia Rodrigo on Lake Titicaca. That'd be great. I okay. Just make the whole I'll song about it. being in high school and getting broken up with. I'd be like this. This song is about actually the expropriated masses and colonial colonialization, uh, but also um, boys. <laughs> too. Are you making fun of me now? What? No. What? 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 We're making. Oh, oh no! I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, I thought you were doing a callback to the whole like. Does she have a political angle? Oh, it was just like literally one line about expectation. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was like, how are you going to sell it to her? Because she's actually a hardcore left. Like she's just reading Marx all the time. No, that's what (laughs) she's on Capital Volume Three. Okay, no, that's what my song's about, man. I'm. I've. I feel like that's what all my songs are about. I issued this challenge to you like a month ago. I'm still waiting to hear this song. Well, I don't write songs like a like. I don't sit down and. Write the song. Wow, you know, it's funny. I feel like John <laughs> Lennon and Paul McCartney did. Mm-mm, nope. I actually have access to his demo recordings and had a comforting confirmation that we actually do it in the exact same way. So, Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. So kind of the really same are. guy, actually, yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit. Maybe his spirit is imbued in you in some I mean, Paul way, is a dead. Bit. The non-domestic so. abuse part of him, I think, made its way. Oh, John. We already did John. this on the pod, right? Where I talked about how he died like six months to the day before I was born. We did do this. And I've like, I, when I was a dumbass fucking stoner teenager, it was all like, John Lennon's in me. Yeah. A, a bit of John Lennon. John Lennon took a bunch of and acid I did it with and was bo- like, I'm Jesus. And you took a bunch of acid and was like, I'm John Lennon. Yeah. And, Bob, and Bob, I did the same thing with Bob Marley. Because he, <laughs> he also died like, while I was in the womb or something. <laughs> Wait, like, I think it might be both, actually. You know who died when I was one? Audrey Hepburn. And who have I had sex with in spectral form? Audrey Hepburn. Interesting. That's she was grooming, waiting, actually. She was just waiting for you. Yeah, to, you're right. She was waiting Not for, a the, good for the right age. Like, yeah. she was yeah. hanging around just being like, okay, I think he's old enough She's now. like, she, she fucking imprinted on yeah. you. She was going to wait till 30, but she, she just couldn't. Mm. She was like, 29 is fine. Well, I mean, like, because we already shared one year on Earth together. So it's like, you know. Yo, wait. How old was she when she died? It's like 66. She died young. Half her age plus seven. Or wait, half age plus seven. I would be still be too young. But oh uh, yeah, but it's different for girls. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. different for girls. It's, it's different, different for, for girls. girls. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. It's great, fine by me. Heaven. Oh God, <laughs> bind out over here. <laughs> that is for me at this point the lasting like cultural legacy of Joe Biden. Like what he's added to like because like Trump added so much to my life oh in my terms of how God. I speak and how I think. Biden, the only thing Biden has added to me is now whenever I do that futzing thing where I like my my I just bleep out and I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I just refer to it as Bidening out. Yeah. That's I saw all a guy I standing in his lawn mowing his lawn who had completely frozen and like wasn't doing anything. And I got my brain immediately driving by him was just like, oh, you bidened out. <laughs> bidened out over there. It's a great way. Now we can all talk about uh, uh, neurodegeneracy without, you know, getting too heavy about it. We can all just say, oh, like, oh, yeah, that man's experiencing dementia. Bummer. Or is he bidening out? Sure. Fun time. Yeah. Basically a party. He's having the time of his life. Well, I really think Biden, as head of state, is he's infecting us all with his 
particular neurological degeneration <laughs> because we're all Bidening out all the time. The whole fucking media class is, but you know, <laughs> we, we knew they would. But I mean, I, it's like a joke at this point. I won't like belabor it because it's like the same exact thing as last as I talked about last time. But uh, seriously, every time I check on the, in the news, NPR, uh, it's always them directly comparing something Biden did to Trump and trying to remind you to make sure you like are appreciating the difference. It's pretty desperate and just pretty desperate. It's like we just it's like America just got just broke up with like a very like exciting but ultimately like, you know, toxic, toxic boyfriend. Yeah, but the but memory, those rose colored glasses. Of, you can't forget him. The thing is, those mm-hmm. memories, I mean, they're they'll, yeah, the they'll co- be with you for life. I remember the Coca-Cola good company isn't happy with me. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep drinking that garbage. I'll keep drinking that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, this this podcast is now spo- sponsored by those Coke coffees that are really good. I had tried one of the other. Oh, that's the other okay. Day. Well, we're, we'll have to work this out with Mountain Dew because they actually contacted me about oh, the, advertising the their new line of uh, Rise energy drinks. But I think there's enough room for everyone to have a little piece of the pie. Uh, see, I can't. I couldn't drink those. I don't think that's not going to work. They're PepsiCo, right? Can't do Coke. They Who's, wouldn't be. Oh, Mountain Dew is owned by Pepsi. Right? We're going to have to choose a side. I'm choosing. I've already put my foot down. This is a Coke. Yeah, coke but I don't know pod. the Mountain Dew line of rising. We've done. Podcast. You've done cocaine on the podcast, so it's like, how could we not okay. be a Coke? Pod? Well, they also took cocaine out of Coke, so maybe th- <laughs> we. Yeah, they're against it. I wonder how much they're actually was- narcs. We were actually just drinking Coca Cola on that episode. Yeah. What did you guys think we were doing? <laughs> coke. Coca Cola. Caramel, I love a caramel-colored beverage. Sugary drink. Mm-hmm. Of flavored with the coca plant? The coconut, I mean. Coca. It's a co- What is it, again? I try not to know any bo- anything about what goes into coke. Yeah, there it is like a flavor. It does like come from a thing. It's not like just a pure lab flavor. Coke is like water to me. It's just like it is what it is. Like water to you. I have my. I'm trying not to my 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 drummer. Uh, he's not my friend anymore. He's really? just my drummer. No, he's we're <laughs> friends. But I, I'm trying not to 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 like condescend to him too much in my mind after finding out he's another one of those ones that oh, can't drink water because it doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. He's like has all these little orange packets he pours in it. He's like, oh yeah, just so it has a little bit of flavor. I'm like, what are you talking about? Water is delicious. Yeah, you're not suited to live on. That's my only firm opinion. I decided as far as like prescriptive lifestyle or like, you know, grow the fuck up. You know, people like, you know, you can live your life however you want or have whatever preferences. Don't like yellow mustard, whatever. Yeah. But if you don't like water as an adult, fucking force yourself to learn to like it. Grow the fuck up. Start drinking it until you like it, until you're fine with it. Get rid of that part of you. It makes you bad. If I were a doctor, anytime when a friend of mine is like has a pain or anything, or like uh, anytime there's anything wrong with them, I would just be like, "You should drink water." Everyone should drink more water, probably. <laughs> Most people should. That's why. If you I, drink some more water, your fingers will probably feel better. I think you're almost certainly right. <laughs> I was also thinking I maybe should take those vitamins I was talking about. Taking. Oh, for sure. What about your circulation? Yeah, my fingers are... T- I have two fingers. Half my hand is just ting- has just been tingling for a week. You got to get yourself some garlic pills. I like whacked my garlic elbow. Garlic pills? It's good for your heart. What is a garlic pill? Like as- extract? Garlic, garlic extract? Yeah. No, this isn't a circulation thing. It's a nerve thing, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, is this why vampires don't like garlic? I guess, yeah. Yeah, vampires good hate your heart. good blood pressure. It's good circulation, you know. Oh. Vampires... Uh, you would think they'd like it. No, their blood pressure is... Bad blood pressure is good for them. Is it like upside down world? Like anything that's good for us is bad for them mm-hmm. and vice versa? It's oh, right. Well, if you have high blood pressure, work. then the blood's going to... Would shoot into their mouth faster. Because it's pressurized more. Yeah. So it's like That's it's why. like drinking like a carbonated. It's actually drink. just more convenient for if you have high blood pressure. No, it's it like drinking shoots a car- right. No, it's like bonging a beer. Yeah. They then they just don't like the flavor of garlic. Or like shotgunning a beer rather. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anyone's thought about this before. <laughs> this is this. Brent if you did, fuck you. It. It's yeah. our thought now. Our thought. You should and take. We a break. put it on a podcast. So while you were fucking copyright. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trademark registered. Fuck you. Whoa! Hey, we got, got our a, guest we here. We got a big friend. T jumped up. Look at him, big, big boy. boy, big cat T. Uh, Kevin's holding the mic up to his butt. No, uh, he didn't want me to put my head on him. Oh, and Terrence, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, if you're gonna go into, let's take a break and then you can go into your notes. Okay. And I remember seeing you guys on stage riding on each other's shoulders and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember? We do all that kind of stuff. Gnarly. (laughs) Rock and roll circus. (laughs) Who rides on your shoulders? Well, Joey Joey rides on my shoulders, Mm. and and, uh, Eric rides rides on Jerry's shoulders. Sounds They're getting funny though. Weird, though. <laughs> and Steve, you know, right on this album now. Has, you know, you're Steve almost no man. You're over over two million copies for this album right here. Uh, two million yeah, copies. about there. We're about there, and we're only we're only two singles into it. The new single, Uncle Tom's Cabin, will be coming out like the middle of like February 18th. Well, Nick's shitting right now. Yep, we had, we had to leave again. the room because he was too anxious. We already did the Billboard section, so yeah, shit, fuck, kind of fucked right here. Guess it's just back to warrant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, they can't tell the secret. You know, it's funny. This is not related to warrant, but it is related to hair metal because I just read a, bu- a book about the making of Dazed and Confused, right? And uh, the the studio wanted because they went, they, you know, when making a movie, oftentimes the most expensive thing in the movie is securing rights to songs. Yeah. Right. And with a movie like Dazed and Confused, it's like just music heavy it's like this music is the movie uh so like they, they they put us out a lot of money for the uh the, the the songs and um we're banking on the soundtrack album being like selling that to a record label so they could get like money back for it to pay to, to you know cover right. the costs but part of the deal that they made with this the record label was the the some somebody, some producer was like, you know what? This is gonna be a great opportunity. In the credits, we're gonna have this hair metal band called Jackal. They're gonna do a cover of a Zeppelin song because you know Zeppelin famously at that time wouldn't give out their music. Uh, and Richard Linklater, the director, was just like, I cannot have a fucking hair metal band covering a '70s song in the credits. Like, I don't care if it's it's this fucking uh, Zeppelin song. It can't. Hair metal guys cannot be covering. So he like went out. He contacted the guys in this band, Jackal, which I've never even heard of. They're like a nobody band. Like and this, this is keep mind, This is like 1993, so it's like hair metal at this point is already passe. So he's he reached. I'm to look these. Guys. I'm gonna have to see what they look like. Sorry, keep. keep. Oh, yeah, he reaches out to them and he was like, "Okay, I know the re- the record label wants you to do this cover. Can you please not do it?" And they, to their credit, were like, "Okay, we won't do it." And in turn, 
the record label was like, oh, fuck you then. We're pulling, we're pulling our support. So all because they wanted to push this stupid hair metal band. Wait, what the, pulled the support? Sorry, I was the record the... label was like, oh, the record label that they were going that was going to pay them to pay for the songs. were like, oh, oh you you don't want our you don't want this right. jackal cover. All right, fuck you then. That's all we were interested in. Yeah, really, and it's like we wanted fucking jackal plagiarizing <laughs> Led Zeppelin, plagiarizing the blues. Oh, Not about, plagiarizing, but you I, know. I should clarify in case you're looking it up. Then the, the band is spelled Jackal J A C K Y L. Okay, what? Hold on a second. What is this? J A C K J A C K Y L. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Now here are looks like. Uh, well, we got some long hairs. Oh, they're like uh, they got flannel on. They're like grunge hair metal. Well, boys. yeah. I mean, if you're a hair metal band in the '90s, because there, there was a, there was a little bit of that that like transitional thing. Those 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 kind of like metal band. Honestly, you could say something like Stone Temple Pilots is like a, a hard rock band that was passing off as like being a grunge band. These are like tall guys with broad shoulders. Like one of them looks like Fabio type guy. It's funny that it's like uh like they, they they have to change their look. They're like we're like Nirvana too. We're like Kurt Cobain's like this short little guy. It's just like I mean Kurt Cobain looks cool cuz he doesn't try to look cool and these guys are man. Huh? Jackal man, uh, oh, I, I have to, I have to hear a Jackal song. It is funny though. You ever think about how all the guys are short? All the music guys that you think are cool. Like if I ever hung out with John Lennon, he'd be like a foot shorter than me, and it would feel fucked up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, actually, sorry. How tall was John Lennon? Five something. Fuck you. <laughs> this Jackal band actually. Well, you, you're the one who could meet hits. your heroes, and you'd be like, you're uh, not taller than me, which is, works for me psychologically. Or you're not shorter than me, is what it meant to say. You know, you don't want like. I'm sorry. Okay, hold up the phone. Wait, speaker on, on up to the. What song is this? This is their most popular song called "I Stand Alone," uh, which has five million listens on Spotify. I don't think I've ever heard this song before. I can't wait to hear the. Look at this album art. Oh, sweet, they're dogs. Yeah, they have dog it's heads. Like, it's like the poker dogs, but playing metal. One of them has a chainsaw. John okay. Lennon is kind of tall, actually. How tall? 5'10". Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he'd be shorter than me, though. You're tall. You're, like, tall. Yeah, tall. I know. But he looks tall. What, because, you, because he wears, he's, like, lanky, and he wears those, like, suits with the long white legs and stuff. And You're 6'2"? Yeah. Yeah, that's quite tall. John, I thought, John, I want... My heroes to be taller than me. I want to be picked up by them and placed on their shoulders, put in their lap, getting their bum. Mistrustful of tall people. Is Lennon the tallest of the Beatles? Probably. No wonder he's my least favorite. Mm. Or he, I'll say this: Lennon is the one of the Beatles that I would least like to hang out with. I don't think that's a controversial opinion. I mean, he's, he's obviously the worst person of them all. No, no, no. That's George. I mean, I think we probably George is before. not the worst. George person. is like a scumbag. George is like a total scoundrel. George, like, I mean, we've we've gone down this. I've said this like four times separately on the pod, but George fucked Ringo's wife. Right. Okay, but he made up for that in karmic points you by allowing Eric Clapton to fuck his wife. <laughs> That's just the fucking world he lived in, man. <laughs> the world where you fuck other people's wives. John Lennon didn't live in that world. He met a weird Japanese girl and was like, I'm done. I'm done with women until uh, she sends me off with 
uh, our like housekeeper to California. I'll say this: years. Is there domestic abuse stuff with George Harrison? Probably. Oh, I'm talking <laughs> about is there is it like a matter of record? Um. Uh, I don't think so. No. All right. See, yes, you have to admit it. You have to admit it at some point. Lennon. Okay. Yeah. Nick. So there's no. There's no vi- violence, I don't think. Also, there was a story that I heard from John Lennon uh, in their early days, like just you know gigging in Hamburg, like drive, like being fucking on speed all the time and uh, playing, like just you know really going through the dregs of rock and roll. And they were in the tour van, and someone accidentally went. The driver accidentally went down a one-way road, and then suddenly slammed on the brakes when he realized that he did. In the guitar case in the back like went flying forward and hit one of their like drummers. Cause they didn't have a fixed drummer at this point and hit him and like knocked out all his teeth. And John Lennon like couldn't stop laughing. Just was laughing hysterically. Thought it was the funniest thing that ever happened. It was the, and I'm pretty sure it was the guy whose teeth, it was someone in the van retelling this story that I heard. So that made me think, Oh, kind of sus. Uh Oh, all I know is when you watch like, uh, eight days a week, uh, John Lennon is an asshole or a hard days night. I mean, uh, the, the, the John Lennon, the, the written character of John Lennon. I realize he's a character, but I mean he fits that character like a glove. John's cool. He's, he, I mean, it's it's fun when like suddenly your bandmate calls like a really early meeting, morning meeting, and like announces he's Jesus. That's <laughs> when will that happen? Which one of us will do that on the pod here? <laughs> it's because like the problem with that is that you wouldn't believe that I believed it, but John was in a position to to be like everyone was like, ah, well, fuck. I, Wait, guess he, I guess he thinks this now. Fuck. <laughs> this is and that was inadvertent Beatles corner, which happens in every episode. Oh, but speaking of interview, are you excited to know that that Peter Jackson Get Back documentary Ooh. has now been turned into a six-hour TV <gasps> show? It has. Yeah. I fuck yes. That just means more footage. Yeah. Which is all. I mean, that's like, God, it looks like a dream. <laughs> I, like, because that fucking. I mean, for people who don't. Uh, you know, didn't carve out the Catholic part of their brain and replace it with the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> the, there, there's a new Beatles movie coming out that is like a response to the Let It Be movie that came out in like 1969 uh, that was notoriously like a dour kind of bitter representation of them. Like that's where, that's why everyone thinks that like all and, and even like people who wrote books about the Beatles are like, Oh yeah, they were all fighting back then. It was a real dark time just because they like edited the movie to be that way to, to make it a movie, you know, the way that editing works. And it's, that's not, they were actually having a good time. They were having a fun time. Peter Jackson showed me footage of John Lennon smiling and laughing and, uh, picking up his friend, Paul and spinning him around in a, in the air. How sweet. It's, I love it. Are you just looking at three? So yeah, Peter Jackson album? is making a new, yeah, I'm looking for uh, a, a new, new series. That's wallpaper. A, just to finish that, I didn't. For anyone who doesn't know what this is, this is it's a be- new redone edit of all the footage. That's gonna be just uh, more like this is what actually happened. We should ask Peter Jackson footage. for advertising money for this podcast. That could be a sponsor. They c- I mean, I'll take footage in payment. No, no, no. I want money. Just any like, yeah, any images of. I mean, we're we're gonna get the thing. It's John, gonna no, you're, you're gonna be able to be see stuff it. Stuff on the cutting room floor, man. <laughs> I want it. It's six hours long. I think you're getting everything you need. Okay. Uh, what what do you got on your phone there, Nick? He's trying to find a new wallpaper. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's not okay. That's not part of the. 
podcast. Um, well, well, I did also, now. I did forget in all of the, my talk of Lake Titicaca, I forgot to say like one of the coolest things about it is that the indigenous people that live there, like they built islands, island rafts that have houses on them out of hay. And the like the water interacts with the hay to make it like more solid over time. Wait, they built like primitive houseboats? Yeah, they're, well, they're like cooler than houseboats because they actually have like land. They're like floating little islands. They're cool. Well, you, in a way, you could, couldn't you say that about the, the floating trash island out in the Pacific? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, we'll, and we will be living on it one day too. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to be one of the indigenous members of the... That's like how I can be an indigenous person. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm looking forward to the phase in your life when you become a big, get, get big into seasteading. I'm the indigenous person of this styrofoam mound in the Atlantic. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. Don't tread on me. Uh, yeah, seasteading. That shit's not. You know, it's actually crazy. There's a, there's a, this isn't seasteading, is it? but it's speaking of like people declaring themselves kings of, of like uh, tiny little islands. Uh, I was reading. What sea land? Not sea land. I was actually reading about the history of the uh, the the, Jer- the there's a beast of the Jersey beast of Jersey, Jersey Devil. Not the Jersey Devil. This is the Isle of Jersey, which is one of those. It's like the Isle of Man. It's like one of those islands off of England. That's like a prince. This is like the underground beast. This this was a a, a serial rapist. Oh, uh, on the Isle of Jersey. Okay, who wore this? That's not that's not a cryptid. No, he's not a cryptid. You just catch Bigfoot and he's just a fucking... No, uh, let, me, let me show you a picture of the mask he wore. Serial rapist? <laughs> I mean, damn, what a bummer. We the, thought you were like a ancient link to... I thought you were Harry and the Hendersons, man. Yeah. Thought you were an interdimensional... Yeah, this guy, he, uh, he like broke into like a bunch of people's houses and raped um, the women there uh, and children. And... Uh, this is the mask he wore when he was doing it. It's like more fucked up than like Leatherface. That is the Aww. right, right. Okay, so yeah, the, the, for the listener, it looks like a Michael Meyer type uh, face. It's like made out of paper mache with and like it's Medusa just hair. Dera- really deranged. I mean, it looks like pure evil. It's like if you put the Michael Myers mask and the Leatherface mask together. Um, but yeah, so that, that he did that. He was like a right, you know, for like. 10 years on this island this was going on and no one knew who it was and there was this like one local weirdo who was like a fisherman who like he just he had a you know he was just an eccentric and everyone was like obviously go it's gotta be him right look at this weirdo so like they like basically like ran him off the island uh and he went to go live off the island there was like this little reef like a tiny little strip of reef that he went to go live there on a toll he just basically lived on a little reef for like Year, until they finally found the real guy, and he's like, "Oh, you're 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 good. You're 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 safe. You, you, we're sorry." But he's like, "You know what? Actually, I like it out here." And he tried to <laughs> declare himself king of it, but the but that bitch Queen Elizabeth was like, "No." So there's like an island like that in the Hudson River too, right off of Manhattan. That like people have tried to like it's you're not allowed to go to it. It's uh, I forget all the details about it. But well, why not? It's because it's this is the site of the mass graves. Yeah, yeah is that where all the yeah. people who like we bought they bought in Manhattan from? That's where they buried them. It's like a tiny little trash island. Like it's nothing. Like it's almost nothing. It's like a little mound that people try to go to for novelty. Compared to the big trash island that is Manhattan. Hey, yeah. There you go. There you go. I mean, it, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
stupid island. I actually like Manhattan, but it is a trash island. What a dumb fucking city. Build a fucking bunch of buildings on it. What a stupid thing to do. I wonder who... Uh, let's take a look. Let's take oh, look. here's a little island. Oh, the seat of an empire. I'm going to build a tall building. Fuck that. Get a fucking life. Who cares? I mean, tall buildings can be good. Yeah, if your dick's small. No. I like tall buildings. We were just nope. talking earlier about well, how no, they have utility too if you use them properly. Yeah, when you're trying to cram a bunch of workers into a concentration of space to no, asshole. utilize you know their mean. labor. No, so the people can live there. Yeah, why do they need to live there? Because they've been expropriated from the commons. For no money. Because they ate from... You, uh, you're going to need to realize that, like... I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert, obviously, it, but I get the feeling that having dense population centers is efficient for capitalism for everything capitalism that's why that it would be more efficient for communism too the masses were intentionally expropriated yes, because yes, they uh, needed in, labor in no, uh, they did. soviet russia they definitely didn't try to get people to live in well de- they were doing capitalism in a sense there yeah they were like they were using they were expropriating so you surplus think everybody labor. should have a house in a yard is no, what you're I'm saying not, you think that's efficient. No, I'm talking. Uh, I'm not making any prescriptive claims. I'm saying that the concentration of the masses in the cities was a result of the expropriation from the commons and the need of capital to have a labor pool to draw from. They couldn't have people subsisting out in the commons like they had for hundreds of years. They needed to have your basic right to subsistence and ability to live grafted to capitalism. And they did that successfully. Okay. Well, that's... And they, that's the story of America. <clears throat> that's no doubt true, but it doesn't change the fact that it is more efficient for any system to have people live in population centers. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Like, you think it's better to, like... And better for the environment. And I mean, it all depends on how you're living. It all depends on how you're living. Yeah. I mean, it, efficient is, is maybe not... Or, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if efficiency is how we should be dis- deciding yeah. like that, that, life. That's a, that, that's a that's a that's a yeah. Dirty I word. don't think that people should all have something to eat. No, no, that's like that's not a, that, have a place to live. That, I don't think these are mutually exclusive things. Yeah. I'm not getting into this. Okay. What the hell, T? You can't go in that room. What the fuck? You want to <laughs> play guitar? Come on. Nothing's in there. I bet T would shred. <laughs> T would play some soft boy shit. Who's is there? Who's the fattest? Best guitarist. Uh, there has to be like a famous, like legendary guitarist I who's mean, also D. Boone, a big boy. D. Boone was kind of chubby. He's not really a legendary guitarist of the Minutemen, but he, that was what everyone. When I watched the Minutemen documentary, everyone was like, "You wouldn't think a chubby boy like that could jump around on stage and play the guitar like crazy." Mm. He's he plays shreds. T, stop. <laughs> He's little. not. He doesn't speak English. He speaks tone. <clears throat> That's I have to speak. What's English. in there? Fucking nothing. He just was rocket in there. Oh, did you accidentally oh trap rocket in, in there? there? <laughs> oh my god. He's just trying to save his mother. Well, apparently rocket's happy in there, and yet, you know. Well, maybe the sun. You know, you ever considered the sun's feelings? Oh my god, she's like totally happy. No, you know what he wants? He wants to go sniff her bowl. Oh yeah. Well. He thinks there's some leftover food. <laughs> Sorry, I, I saw the best in tea when I should have saw the worst. Mm. The, these... Look at the greedy little hippie. 
the apple on the tree, original sin that we should not eat from, that's subsistence. That's living off the land. It's a sin. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to. No, I agree that people should have the opportunity and the option to live wherever the fuck they want. I'm just saying. It's yeah. like I'm just saying. It's like a sad fact. Well, capitalism that, doesn't give you the choice. Well, right. absolutely. Yeah, of course, I'm not like f- fucking carrying water for capital over here. I'm just saying, like, in any system, because population is hopefully going to flatten out, but yeah. maybe not. Well, they did have. Uh, they did have. Uh, concentration you know, like of cities before capitalism we had jericho we all remember jericho yeah from yeah. the bible those walls came down mm-hmm. we have uh, alexandria sure um a bunch of chinese cities yeah cities not a new idea <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be dependent on capitalism but all of our modern cities are so except for the one beautiful ones in north korea <laughs> right right Pyongyang. Hey, whenever Pyongyang. I see footage of Pyongyang. Pyongyang, it looks like a, it looks super clean. So I yeah. like that. It's clean as fuck. When are we gonna get Zhush on here, man? Like, when are we gonna get crazy with it and just start spouting pro North Korea? Right now, takes. North Korea is good. Get fucked if you all don't I think know so. is that I do not know. I've not been there. All I know is that they're uh, like resisting uh, U.S. military hegemony. Which is the hub of satanic energy in our world. So, you know, it's good with them. Or I'm, I'm, I'm good with them on that uh, relation. Also, Kat, Marx wrote a good sentence. Uh, let's see. He's, uh, God damn it, where'd it go? Oh my God. And this history, the history of their expropriation, is written in the annals of mankind in letters of blood and fire. What is this about? Oh, we have to go soon. Yeah, we should no, wrap it up. Shit. We've we've gone on plenty. Okay. This is we're on fumes right now. Hold on. Let me look at the notes, make sure nothing super important. You know the podcast is over when it becomes like a vague like just like vague like North Korea is good, right? That's when you know yeah, like we're vague out. rambling about things we don't really have yeah. any real information about. That's when the pod is at its worst. Yeah, when we so. were out on the balcony like sharing all of our real world like experiences with unemployment yeah. and and like the late and, and intelligently discussing the, the the capital strike. Save that for off pod. On pod, we have to talk about shit we don't know about. That's well, what so the people want. We have and like to- pooping and dick jokes and stuff. Yes. Pop, pop, pop music. Pop, uh, well, pop, I did. I pop, would like pop, to pop music. Say, Nick, you were trying to figure out, uh, like, you were like broccoli and uh, and and cauliflower are the same vegetable. Like, re- very closely related. Yeah, guess what? It's also cabbage, Brussels sprouts, kale, all the same vegetable. Really? Mm-hmm. It's called brassica, brassica oleracea, mm-hmm. and it grows. On the coastlines of Europe, in the Mediterranean, in rocky areas, it's a little desert plant, the cabbage, and you know what? Very suitable to uh, making some weird, nasty stuff for humans to eat. Yeah, and that's where the pot should end, right there, because that's, Boom. A, at the very at the very least, you learn something, a real, a true fact. <clears throat> what, what's the name well, of the I guess we'll have to talk about Slappy and the Stinkers next episode. The episode. Uh, also, the island of Java being in Indonesia. Well, I'm not depressed. I'm just hungover. Yeah. The island of Java in Indonesia uh, that will be underwater 
likely in the end of our lifetime has a larger population than all of Russia. Uh, so what? Really? Yep. What? Yep. That's not possible. It's true. How many people are we talking about here? Uh, lots of millions. You want? Okay, let's get let's get the facts. No, we gotta go. No, 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 no. I mean, we can we, we can get the facts as we're going. No, no, End no. of pod, dude. We have to no. like we will be late if we don't go. Okay, now. okay. One hundred sixty million on the island. Yeah, just Java. That's not even all of Indonesia. Jakarta's on there. That's a huge island, by the way. I mean, it's uh. It's a lot smaller than Russia. Yeah, that's the point. Also, it will be under underwater. Yeah, that's. Also, all all of Bangladesh will apparently be underwater too, and uh, all of their border neighbors are not likely to take on refugees. Well, anyway, my co-hosts are walking away. Thanks for listening to Trash Delivery. Uh, The world is. Uh, gonna t- face a lot of changes in our lifetime. Uh, it's not necessarily going to end in the traditional sense, but you know, be out there, uh, have fun, be careful, stay safe. Uh, and my friends, they're leaving my, they're leaving me. Goodbye. <laughs>